Agacha Kuka Kacha Kacha Agacha Agacha It's such a jazz, such a jazz song, isn't it? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name's Tim New. And my name's Derek Hewn. And uh, tonight we're talking to you about your favourite radio raconteurs, Dredgeland. Yes, remember them from last week when they, they said things that were unusual. Well, we're looking into the whole phenomenon of the Dredgeland radio experience. Indeed, Dredgeland, of course, began in the early 1440s. And continued to the early 1540s. Uh, Dredgeland were well known for many of their catchphrases, of course. Uh, familiarity breeds contempt. Um, what's the catchphrase? And, of course, uh, help. And their f- most famous catchphrase, Oh dear, the bin has become expunged. Yeah, of course, uh, Dredgeland, John Dredge and, and Andy Harlan. Two people, yet one show. Indeed. Uh, not only that, they, they, they've inspired up to, and of course, including 16 people to uh, actually enter the radio industry themselves. Quite the uh, number. So that's, that's the reason behind this very special behind-the-scenes documentary. Tonight, we're looking not only behind the scenes of the Dredgeland Radio Spectacular, but also behind that. Yes, yes, behind the the behind-the-scenes. And we're looking not only behind the the behind-the-scenes, we're looking further back to a time when the scenes weren't even that behind the scenes. Yeah, in fact, uh, many of the scenes were in front of the scenes, behind the scenes, but also near the scenes, beside the scenes, and of course behind the scenes. And of course, we do like to be beside the scene side. Indeed and all. Now, of course, uh, Dredgeland, of course, uh, broadcast every week on Wandsworth Radio. They can be heard on podcast and, of course, on the internet on their Twitter feed, at Dredgeland. But what do we really know about these two weirdos, John Dredge and Andy Harlan? We know nothing. All we know is what they've told us and what they've told them. Indeed, and throughout the show this evening, we're going to learn a little bit more about Dredgeland, a little bit more about the uh, production of the show. And we'll also be learning a little bit more about other things as well. Absolutely. So that's three things we'll be learning. We'll be talking to the movers and the shakers behind uh, the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes. Absolutely. Now, of course, uh, do not forget that Dredgeland have spawned a pop hit. They are a pop group and or a pop combo. Indeed, and of course, including Bob Burgons. Now, he's the mystery bass player, and he'll be talking exclusively tonight to us on the Behind the Behind the Behind the Scenes special. That's right. But what we've got here is a world exclusive to the world and Wandsworth. Not only is it the new single from John Dredge and the Plinths, but it's also their very new single by that very group. There's a feeling of such magic in the air Everyone comes together everywhere Rich or poor, it's a time when we can feel we all belong I'm sure that nothing will go wrong On a day, you can see the children racing down I repeat, it's a chance for all to be And those who say that nothing ever changes on this day The wrong that 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my that, name is uh, Tim New. And my name isn't... But um, what I can tell you is that that was a world-exclusive, live and direct, uh, in Wandsworth and nowhere else. That was John Dredge and the Plints and their brand-new hit single, I believe it's a hit single, Pancake Day, and that will be played... Uh, shooting right to the top. Shooting right to the top of the Horse Guards Parade, and that will, of course, be played on Pancake Day throughout the day. On Pancake Day. Therefore, John Dredge and the Plints will be getting £4 in royalties. On the day. On the day. Yes. Uh, Back to the matter in hand. Indeed. Yeah. Now, now, of course, the early days of Dreschland. Oh, uh, they were so early, weren't they? They were very early indeed. And How uh, early would you say they were? Well, they were much, much before the later days. Uh, yeah, they quite, were certainly... Quite early. They were about 6 a.m. a lot of the time. <laughs> indeed. That's when they used to get up, I believe. Nowadays, they don't get up at all, but back then, it was a 6 a.m. rise. It really was. It was an early rise and an early rise to superstardom. And uh, here's what they sounded like all those years ago. I'm sorry, that wasn't them. That was a uh, clip was, no, from was uh, audience. That was a clip yeah. from the uh, 1950s comedy show Ha Ha and Laughter. Now, of course, it wasn't an easy beginning to the radio career of uh, John Dredge and Andy Harlan. Dredgeland, uh, the radio yeah. spectacular on Wandsworth Radio. Um, we've got an exclusive clip here of, of course, their first show. Where, at, <laughs> looking back, it's actually quite amusing. I think I'm sure they'd find it quite funny. <laughs> where they, they, uh, they, they didn't really know. They didn't really know much about uh, broadcasting at all back then, did they? Not at all. Um, so this, in this clip in particular. Um, it's an early clip. It's a very, very early clip. First show they've ever uh, produced. And, uh, well, <laughs> they, they couldn't quite get to grips with the uh, art of talking on air. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it that was, was one of the early shows. Of course. A clip uh, from the, just a clip, of course. And just we can't, a clip. We can't play the whole two-hour version, um, yeah. because I think, unfortunately, that's lost in the archives. Absolutely. Uh, no, actually, uh, things did steadily improve. Uh, steadily improve. They did improve. Um, here's a clip uh, from a show in 1974 when they... They, they, they started to get a bit of a hang, more of a hang on what they were doing and the whole, the whole idea of talking on the radio. Here's a clip. Let's, uh, let's give it a listen. Yeah, so uh, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to uh, myself, uh, Tim New. And me, Derek Hune. As we discuss the history of the Dredgeland Radio, radio spectacular. spectacular. That's right. 
Uh, here's another early show. This is from a little bit uh, later. It's 1975 when they'd started. Uh, they'd actually started talking on the radio. Yeah. They started really. They'd really got to grips with that whole concept. <laughs> oh, you're, that's funny. That is that, no, that is funny, John. Uh, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another uh, early clip there. Four, that was another early, very, early clip there from Dredgeland. Four, four forty. That came out. Four by four by forty. Uh, of course. Now, now, uh, Dredgeland um, aren't just the only people that uh, bring the show to you. There's a big, uh, quite, in fact, a quite considerable team behind. John and Andy. There's uh, a team behind the behind-the-scenes uh, documentary as well, but we'll go into that at a later date. Of course, date. we don't want to have a, a, a documentary of the behind-the-scenes of the behind-the-scenes of the documentary. That would be too mad. We don't want to go mad. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to uh, go mad. Let's catch up with the producers uh, to Wandsworth Radio of uh, Dredgeland. We've got uh, Norman Sling. And we've got Chris Slung. Okay, uh, let's, let's, just, uh, let's just listen in to what they've got to say about Dredgeland. Well, I mean, uh, we were given the job, weren't we? Uh, yeah, well, you know, man, yeah, yeah, no, Norman, uh, I remember when we first came across the demo tapes. You know, yeah, was, uh, they were in a skip in Wandsworth uh, well, Common. We were they? desperate. We were desperate. We were desperate, desperate days. We were desperate days. They still are, of course, but yeah, uh, even they were even more desperate about that. I mean, but, but, but uh, yeah, we gave them a chance. We gave them a chance, and look what chance. happened. Look, look what happened. Look, well, look at them now. Yeah, you know, the station been. station threatened with closure. Yeah, um, and 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 Ofcom obviously trying to shut us down left, right, and centre. But yeah, but you know, you have to look beyond that, don't well, you? you have to look beyond. Well, yeah, we did. You have to look beyond know. and behind the scenes. You have to look was, beyond the scenes. I've got problems of my own. Yeah, well, I know you have, but I mean, do you remember but, when but, we? But, but, do you remember when we first heard that that demo tape of Dredgeland? Well, they were, they were sat there on that park bench with it, we just had. sort of talking about what they saw in in the distance. We we thought is this, this is this this is this, there is an this audience is, this, for this. This is Radio Gold. We thought. We thought it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, they were talking about not only what was in the distance, but also the, f- the foreground, the fore- yeah, the whole. No, they covered the whole the, the gamut, scene. The gamut. They ran the gamut, didn't they? Well, uh, that was part of the the, that the was reason part of the we signed them. We thought if there's anyone that's going to run the gamut, it's going to be these two, yeah. and they they proceeded to run the gamut all over the place. They, they did. They and ran it up. They and, ran and, it down. And what history has been made? History has been made mainly, uh, you know, behind and in front of the scenes, and as by, far as by, I can. By other radio stations. But um, uh, we yeah, I mean, yeah, we put them on the air. First, they just said didn't say anything. We hadn't made it clear. Well, we? well, ultimately, we didn't really give them a rule book. I mean, we didn't give them the rule book. We, 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 we like, should have done. I feel like as producers, though, we should that was our fault. We should have told them what to do. We should have said, look, I when you go like on... we set them up to fail, really. We failed up, yeah. I mean, in a way, it was a failure. But in another way, in another way, it was, well... No, there's no other way. There's really. no other way. It's no, a failure. It was. But, uh, you know, I, was, I was thinking back at some of the early early experiences. Oh, yeah. And, and, and some of those, you oh. know, some of the little ideas they used to bring to the station. Oh, do you we, remember? Can we do a show live from a bus? No. No. Can we do a show live from a train? No. no. Can we do a show live from a go-kart? No. no. Can, we, can we do a show live from the QE2? No. no. There was so much creativity. That we shunned. Back then. And now we've given them a little bit more leeway. Well, we've worn them down a bit. You know, we've honed, we've, we've, we've honed really, them down. We've really got them. You know, they came to us and they were like, "Oh, I've got a game show." We were like, "What is it?" They said, "Well, that's that's my cube, isn't it?" We said, we "Well, said, have you got a jingle?" They said, "Yes." And we we said, had to well, give it to them. Well, we had to let them do it. You know, have you got have you got a cube? They said, "Yes." We said, All the elements you, were in place. Have, they? They, have you got a prize? And they said, "Yeah." 
the whole thing was ready to go, wasn't so, it? So, you know, in the old studios, we sort of let them you know, go for it. We let them do it for a couple of weeks. And then we, um, well, we pulled it, didn't we? Yeah, we so, pulled yeah. it. We we just said it's not working. And uh, ultimately, you know, familiarity does breed contempt. Yeah, so they, you know, they, they listened to us and uh, they actually... Uh, they actually, I don't know what they did then, actually, because I lost interest, to be honest. Well, but we're still, we're still on the show, aren't we? We're still. No, it's very rare to to be interviewed, so we really appreciate taking part in this um, this short look at the life and all times. Yeah, I mean, how short has it been? I mean, it really has been short. It has been very, very short, isn't it? I mean, do you remember when it was longer? I mean, I I, I can't really look far far back like that without having. I was just having, having a, a, a coronary, just, really. I was just having a think.
<laughs> it's that sort of technical expertise that's made this show what it is. Indeed, yeah. Welcome back. I'm, Welcome uh, I'm back. Tim New. And I'm... Um, <laughs> that's right. I'm <laughs> Derek Hewn. That's my name. And uh, don't tell me it isn't. <laughs> don't tell him twice. Don't tell me it isn't Tim New over there. I Tim New. That, or TN, as I like to call Derek, it. As you know. I've known you for many uh, years. Derek, uh, just, uh, just as we come back there from... Uh, what could it be described as a technical error? But it was, it was one that's pertinent to the story and the situation. It is. It couldn't uh, be any more Tonight, pertinent. ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning in to the Dredgeland story. The Dredgeland story of behind the scenes of the story of the documentary of the hat of the film of the tram of the documentary of behind the scenes. I've got the tote bag. Now, of course, um, coming up next, uh, we've got a really uh, surprising and if not exclusive uh, interview. Well, there are so many exclusives tonight. They're, they're, they're uh, this is almost exclusive, not exclusive anymore. Well, this is exclusive number three. Exclusive number three. Uh, where we are going to meet the uh, actors behind Dredgeland. That's the, yeah, uh, the players right. playing the parts of the players. And the players behind the players of the players. So uh, let's uh, let's throw over to a pre-recorded uh, piece of interview uh, where we meet Bernard Lemington Spa and Stephen Southampton from Southampton, the two people that actually play John Dredge and Andy Harland. Yes, well, thanks very much. Yes, my name's Bernard Lemington Spa. I play the role of Andy Harland. And my name's uh, Stephen uh, Stevenage. That's my actual name. <laughs> And I uh, play the uh, role of Jonathan Dredge. Of course, uh, Stephen Stevenage. Uh, <laughs> funny story, because you use the stage name Stephen Southampton. Yeah, um, exactly. but But actually, for this purpose and for the radio, you decided to change against that, didn't you? Well, what I did was I decided to uh, change my name, and uh, here I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, for me, to, to, to get a role of this... Uh, Magnitude? Stature. Yeah. Um, it's quite a surprise from my, for my career to date. I mean, I mean, I, I can't believe I'm playing John Dredge, to be I, honest I, with you. I can't believe that either. Um, you know, you're playing Andy Harlan very, very well. I mean, when, I, when I see you in the studio, to yes, me... John, to yes. me oh, sorry, Steve. Steve, Stephen. See, that's the problem. It's yeah. so believable. I um, am I am believable in that role. I mean, a lot of people say to me, hey, it, John, I'm like, no, it's Stephen, but it, it's thanks. Stephen, Stephen, it's all Southampton, of course. <laughs> now, um, Stephen... Uh, vis-a-vis Southampton. Indeed, uh, vis-a-vis Stephen, yeah. Southampton, yeah, Stephen, yeah, yeah, Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, Steve, I mean, yeah. you... Yes, Andy, uh, I mean, Eric, what was your name? It's Bernard Lemington. Bernard, sorry, Bernard. Uh, yeah. People do confuse me, of course, for Andy Harlan, but that's simply a part. Uh, now, I was going to say, uh, Steve, <laughs> funny story. Funny story. Because you've played some of the some of the biggest roles on stage and screen. Yeah, I mean, I played uh, Godzilla in uh, Godzilla the movie. Yeah, that was uh, a radio production. That was. Uh, le- later, I played uh, Bernard Cribbins in the film Bernard Cribbins the film. That was a radio production. And of course, I played the entire army of. Uh, uh, it was uh, that World, World War Two documentary. That's uh, right, Dunkirk. That's Dun- right. I played uh, all of the parts actually in, in Dunkirk. Dunkirk, the radio play, the radio production. Whereas actually, for my, I had no experience before this part whatsoever. You, you, yeah, you, you this literally. This is my first job on uh, what can only be described radio. Yeah, loosely, loosely described as radio. That's very well loosely. You've uh, heard the standards, um, but, but that doesn't phase me. As but a, you as know, an actor, as a new actor, this doesn't phase me. I mean, you've done very, very well in in many ways. I mean, I've been recognised for it. Yeah, I mean, people recognise you. In the street, don't they? they well, come up and say, "You, hello." I've, had a, I've, I've got a couple of questions for us from Twitter, okay. uh, Stephen. Um, one of these is thanks, from um, thanks. Um, sorry, one from um, from Michael here. Michael's from Margate. Michael's from Margate, and yes. he says, uh, "Here's a question for Stephen, aka John Dredge." Okay, uh, he says, "How do you get into uh, the mindset of mm. the character John Dredge?" Well, what I do is I, I go to. Um, 
uh, a very small and solitary room. Yeah. And what would, I do would you is call it an office? Or more of how a, would you describe it for, for the listeners? It's more of a dank cell. And uh, I sit there and what I, tr- I, I cry. <laughs> I literally burst he, into uh, tears. I know, I can confirm this, uh, Michael from Margaret. I can confirm this. He is absolutely distraught. And when I get distraught enough, that's when the mindset of John Dredge snip claps into place. Snip that's claps not, into <laughs> place, sir. <laughs> that's not probably not the right word. Snip or clap. Snip there. clap. It, it, it fits into place. No, absolutely no. slides right into the slot does of it, place. <laughs> it really does. I don't even think that's the right word. Shall we use the word plunge? It plunges into place. It plunges into plunge. There, right into place. Thanks very much for your tweet. Uh, I've got another one here. Uh, this one is for Stephen, who plays John Dredge. Hello. He says, "How um, how do you actually feel that John Dredge is portrayed to the audience through the medium of your acting? <laughs> is it is it the role that you signed up for? Or do you feel the role has deviated into a path that is quite simply out of control?" Well, I mean, I don't like to think of myself as out of control. More the, the part, the part. I think he's referring to the part. Well, the part is in uh, out of control, I suppose. I mean, what I did, I um, I looked up a lot of reference material on mm. jo- on John Dredge. Yeah, of course. Uh, from the BFI library, and there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot in there. There is. No, I, I mean, mean, I was I wasn't aware that in 1953 he yeah. actually uh, lost a leg. No, he did. Uh, left. Yeah, and then he found it, of course, in 78. Yep, uh, of course, it was in the... In the cupboard. In the airing cupboard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I like to just keep that in my mind when I'm, when I'm playing the part of Dredge, as he's known sometimes. And I enjoy it, really. Well, I that's mean, a good question. That brings me on to the next thing that yeah, we've been asked yeah, uh, as yeah. a pair of actors. Yeah. Uh, I've got a little... Right pair of actors. Got a that's tweet what we here. Are. We are a right pair of actors as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my equity card. <laughs> Sorry, that's a, a hangover from the early days. Indeed. Now, um, I've got a tweet here. This is from uh, Lucy. Yeah. Uh, and she is, yeah. is from Maidenhead. Okay. Uh, Lucy says, uh, this one's for Steve, who plays John Dredge. Okay. And she says, uh, John, I've been basing much of my acting uh, career credentials and, of course, techniques on, on your portrayal of mm. John Dredge, what advice would you give me? What I'd say is, uh, you know, try and make yourself look as miserable as possible. I think that's a really good point, well made. And here's a, here's a tweet, actually, for you, um, what was your name? I'm, I'm uh, of course, Bernard Levington Spa. Bernard Levington Spa. Uh, full name. Here's here's a tweet from Agnes Cajun. Uh, is that Cajun or Cajun? Cajun, she comes from Peterborough. Peterborough, of course, yeah. a lovely place, uh, and I've been. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, actually, I went there once uh, one weekend, and I was never, never been the same since, but then I wasn't the same same before and who knows why so what's Agnes Cajun got to say Agnes yeah, thanks says, very much Agnes for your tweet yeah course, she's, I appreciate she, this, is, this is for you um, Bernard Lemington Spa, Lemington Spa. Yeah. she says play the role how, of Andy Harland yeah, how did you you know really get into the mindset of someone as tall as Andy Harland that's a it's quite a good question actually. Uh, yeah I mean that is is that something you'd rather keep to yourself no I just don't think I've got an answer um, well, I've got an answer here. If you, if oh, you, do you mind? You um, yeah, I'll read it out. If yeah, you like. okay. Yeah, yeah. It says um, it's from you, actually. It says. Well, uh, so. It says, uh, "I Bernard Leamington Spa get into the mindset of Andy Harland by climbing up a ladder." That is, that's that's yeah. quite accurate. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you do that on many an occasion, and you know, you really get into that mindset of a taller person. I think you know part of the problem is, of course, the solution. But yeah. ultimately, I'm here to entertain, and, uh, and I'm mainly here for the money. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have to throw it to a song uh, before the next track. So I'm sh- gonna hand back. Shall we do it like Dredgeland would do it? 
Let's do that, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> yeah, welcome back to the show. I'm Andy Hey, Holland. I'm John Dredge. And this is Dredgeland. We are here, of course, to entertain you on Wandsworth Radio and all the podcasts at Dredgeland Radio Spectacular. <laughs> and that's nothing if not something. And if it's something, it's certainly nothing. see you again after all these years. Yes, same here. I was so pleased to see the invite to a reunion. The thing is, I didn't even recognise you. You look younger than you did ten years ago. It's all down to Ten Dental Facial. They do fillers, anti-wrinkle treatments, lip enhancements, chemical skin pills and lots more. Wish I could look as amazing as you do. You can. Why don't you pop into Ten Dental for a free consultation? They have branches in Clapham, Ballam and Wandsworth Common. I already have. I went for a free consultation and I've already booked some treatments. They were so friendly and professional and it's good to know that
they're accredited by Safeface. I can't wait to see you at the next reunion. You can find 10 Dental online at 10dental.com and at Clapham Old Town, Ballam High Road, Trinity Road, Wandsworth Common and our new branch at 154 Clapham High Street. Looking amazing for your age is worth every penny. Brandcube are expert providers of branded merchandise and e-promotions. From power banks and wireless phone chargers to stylish designed pens and smart apparel, Brandcube delivers desirable products for your customers and you. Why not engage your customers with a digital promotion or streamline your procurement with a corporate e-store? Brandcube provides the service you need and deserve. And if you mention Wandsworth Radio, we'll apply a 15% discount. Visit us online at brandcube.com, but make sure to spell cube with a K. Brandcube.com, the future of promotional merchandise. Thanks for choosing to listen to your local community radio station. Community radio is always not-for-profit, and our goal is to serve the interests and need of our listeners right here. Advertising your business on community radio is affordable and effective. There's no wastage, and you know that your money is invested into the future of this station, ensuring that our volunteers can continue to broadcast to the local community. Find out more on our website, or look for us on social media, and get in touch to see how we can promote your business. Community Radio, we're all about here. Gone are the days of metal fixed braces. There are now many different ways 10 Dental can help you achieve straighter teeth and a more attractive natural smile. The treatment I had was called Six Month Smiles. So it was a clear brace just to the just to the top arch. I feel that my teeth look good, they look cleaner. I think I've got a Hollywood smile in Ballum. <laughs> 10 Dental offer the latest advances in orthodontic treatment, which give you many options for achieving straighter teeth. At 10 Dental, we offer a range of systems, including removable invisible braces. For straighter, whiter teeth, book your free consultation today at 10dental.com or pop into one of our branches at the pavement in Clapham Common, Ballam High Road, and our new branch at 154 Clapham High Street. 10 Dental, transforming smiles and faces. Welcome back this evening. Uh, my name is Tim New. Welcome back. Uh, my name is Derek Hewn. And uh, of course, if you're joining us, uh, thanks for joining Once with Radio tonight. As we look back, thanks for jo- if you're joining us, thanks for joining us. Indeed, as yeah. we look back, we're looking right back all at the, way the career back. and, of course, the times of the Dredgeland Radio Spectacular. Give John us Dredge. some of those. Give us some of those times. And Andy give Hyman. us some of those uh, times. Twenty past six, of course. That's the one I was thinking of. Do you remember? Do you uh, remember? It? <laughs> absolutely. Now, coming up next, uh, we've got a really exclusive behind the behind the scenes. Uh, view, of course, but in front of behind the nearby the scenes. In front of, of behind uh, the scenes, that is exclusive. It is it? exclusive. It's the third exclusive exclusive of the day. Yeah. Uh, as we uh, dip into what can only be described as a pre-show production meeting. It's a pre-show production meeting, if with nothing else. The producers and, of course, uh, John and Hanty themselves. <laughs> okay, then, lads. So, um, what, what, what have you? What have you got this week? What ideas have you? Well, um, I mean, I was thinking. <laughs> You know, we should bring back that's my cube. You know, it's, it's been it's been gone for a, two months. Two months. Oh, I don't know. Have you still got that cube? Have you still got it? No, I mean John's. You've got the cube. I, I've got a cube. I mean, it's a new improved cube. Yeah, I don't um, like it. I don't like it. You what know? do you mean? It's no, the same. Say, no, you need to say fresh. No, I mean, well, this is say, a fr- no. You need to say fresh. This is a fresh cube. No, no, it's it like less cubage. Less, no, less cubic. On, less on, cubic. Let, think of the audience, right? Our core audience. Right? I've got it. Right. That's yeah. My, okay. Here okay. we are. Right. That's my parallelogram. 
Come on. That's not bad. Yeah, but it is, though. It's bad. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not bad. It's awful, isn't it? It's terrible. Absolutely our, appalling. Our demographic, right? The ages of 60 to 60, 61. Yeah, that's our they demographic. They do not want to listen to parallelograms. They're not interested no. in re- protractors, rulers. They don't like shapes of any form, they do they? They don't like shapes. Well, well, well you, you look at you, this. You've got to come up with a feature that interests people far and wide. Yeah, I mean, within the ages of sixty to sixty-one. Yeah, I mean, do you remember like last year you came up with an idea that uh, appealed to people that were far? Well, that was where's Keith, right? Yeah, I mean that appealed to uh, God, very some far. We, we had some tweets as far as Cheltenham. Yeah, and but you know this week it's only been as far as down the road. Well, so that, you got that, some work to not, do. That's not our fault as as presenters. No, but you know you just got to get your head in, in your in your, in your neck. Haven't you? you know what we're saying is you get your head in the game, mate. Something innovative, you know, innovative. Like uh, where's my what's that? Um, where's my what's that? What's that? that doesn't mean anything. No, you know I'm. I'm you know, where's my what's it? Where's, where's my what's it? Who's who belongs to the? Who belongs you know, to the council? Be, something like that. Yeah. Something local. Where's the council gone? Who belongs to the council? I, I like this. No, I'm not doing that on my show. Well, it's not your show. Yeah, but well, it is my show. Our show. No, no, no. No, I'm not doing it either. Why not? Well, I just don't want to. Something more relevant. It's not relevant. Okay, all right, all right, all right. How about? How about? How about? Here we go. What's... What's the time? No, it's 20 to 8. That's my my idea for a feature. What's the time? What's the time? Right. I like like it, but uh, we do time checks quite frequently throughout the show. We do, but you know, people yeah, people yeah, do like them. People do like there's them. too many of those. Every show's got one of those. Okay, well, let's reduce the time checks, but then just have where's the time a bit later on in the show. Alright. Or oh, what's the time? Willing to give it where's that. the time? It's is, not it, a is, feature. It, is it a bit more abstract? It's not, not a feature. It's yeah. not a feature that we can go with, I'm afraid. It's not a feature, Sorry, mate. I don't no. see it. I mean, what about. Um, what about guess my wig? No. Well, you don't wear a wig, do you? No. Well, you should, of course, but. Name? Don't. Name, name, name. That's name. a good start, isn't it? Name, name that. Name that. How's that sound? Is that a good beginning for something? I mean, I'm okay with it. No, no, you got to be better than that. Yeah, All right, I'm fine with it. It's not as good. Name that. I mean, bat, bat. Yes, bat. yes. Name. That name that bat. I'm, I'm into that. Okay, okay. So we're we'll going to do like, that we'll bat. We like that. We like that one. It's going to be a calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a calling. Yeah, it's going to be a calling. Okay, we'll do it as a calling. Right. We'll do it as a calling. Okay, no, I can't get behind this. Oh, okay, no, so I can we'll get in front Twitter. of it. We can have some Twitter people. They can sort of let us know. Name that bat. Name that bat. We can have a couple of phone calls. We can open up the emails. Yeah, interactive. Interactive. And the prize can be a bat. Yeah. What do you think? An we can get one of those from yeah. the sponsors. Yeah. Well, yeah from we'll the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we will. Let's, let's, we're happy with that? Name I'm that happy. I'm, no, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Okay. Let's do it. Well, that was uh, one of the pre-production meetings there. And uh, here's a clip of the feature they went on to uh, present for the next four years, of course. Name that bat. So, welcome back to Dressline Live. My name's Andy Harland. My name's John Dre. And we're going to go to the phone lines for a brand new quiz feature. It's called... Name That Bat. 
Well, That's a good reaction already. Absolutely. Uh, the line <laughs> is, um, well, the, the two lines are, are flashing. Which one should we go to there, John? Shall it be one? Shall it be two? Shall it be three? No, because no one's on line three. Indeed. Let's uh, go to line two. Line two, you're on the air. Welcome to Dredgeland. Hello. Oh, hi. Hello, mate. Y- yep, yeah, thanks very much for calling. Uh, of Hello. course, you're here to play Name That Bat. Yeah, I thought I'd give it a go. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, right. Name That Bat. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to play that. We'll run through some of the other guesses. We've had Turgid. Uh, oh, I don't know that name. No, well, no, what I'm saying is that's the wrong answer. Oh, well, uh, we've okay. had, I just want to, I don't want you to repeat the uh, same answers. Same answers. You've obviously been preparing. You've been listening. I've been listening. Uh, Good. Yeah. What, what are the rules again of it? Name that bat. Okay. So uh, we've hold had, on, I'm not sure about it. We've had, it what we, are the rules of it again? Name that bat. I need to get a pen for this. I need to get a pen. Right. I'm going to get... Where's the pen? Where's the pen, Vera? It's in the box. I don't know where the box is. Where's the box? It's near the Arctic! Well, I don't live in the Arctic! I'm nowhere near it, mate! Well, get out of it! I don't know it! There You there? I've got a pen. Right, okay, so name that bat. Bernard. Sorry? Bernard. Uh, again? Bernard. Again? Bernard. Sorry? I'll get a pen. Where's the pen? Where is it? I thought I had it, but I
Welcome back. Uh, this is Tim New. Uh, you're listening to Wandsworth Radio, and uh, we're listening tonight and learning a little bit about the Dredgeland Radio Spectacular Behind the Scenes Special. Now, uh, some of our next guests have actually featured on the show, and one in particular has, uh, has got their first ever showbiz break. Uh, we're uh, just about to hear an exclusive, exclusive interview. Excuse me. Uh, oh, exclusive, exclusive interview from um, Terrence Stardom. Hello. And little Jeremy Thorpe. Uh, Hello. So, guys, um, tell me a little bit about uh, your experience of Dredgeland Life. Well, um, when we started, of course, I was the only uh, radio ventriloquist in Wandsworth, but now there were two of us. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Um, and, and how do you feel that the uh, your career has kind of changed since featuring on the show? Well, it's really bottomed out. I mean, when I started, it wasn't, you know, very good at all. I mean, I did have a booking in uh, Wandsworth Town Hall, but that turned out to be a spelling error. But um, ever since I've been on the show, uh, fewer and fewer people have been interested in, in, in what I'm doing. Do you, do you think it was a mistake? I mean, I wouldn't call it a mistake, more of a catastrophe. Right, so a career suicide. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it was a booking. I mean, it was an appearance, it was a chance. We took it and we failed. I mean, well, of course, that, it wasn't the only time you featured on the show. You've been on the show up to six, uh, six separate occasions. I mean, yeah. do you think that um, that repeated error is part of your own uh, problem? Or do you think Dredgeland really pushed you into it? I mean, you know, I take uh, full responsibility. <laughs> Shut up, little tiny Jeremy Thorpe there. <laughs> Sorry, uh, little tiny Jeremy Thorpe. Uh, it's a really great opportunity to talk to you. Uh, welcome, uh, of course, to this uh, opportunity to remember and learn a little bit about Dredgeland. Uh, now you, uh, you've had a career outside of the double act that you are currently in. Is that right? Yeah, I used to just be a puppet on my own, right, in the box, and that was my career okay. for many years. Do you think radio has really given you the platform you deserve? No. Right. I think I should have my own film. Uh, sorry? My own film I should have. I should be I should be a household name like this Wordsworth. Is, of course this is Wordsworth. Wandsworth. Wordsworth Radio. So you'd like your own station? I'd like my own station. What is Wandsworth Puppet, Radio? Puppet FM. Right. You can have all the puppets on there. Sooty, Dougal, Bernard Cribbins. <laughs> right, yeah. All the puppets. So, uh, Terence... Not uh, much of an idea, is it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, Terence, uh, just tell us very quickly, uh, before we throw to the next track, uh, before we come back later on for the show, uh, just tell me a little bit about, um, well, I guess, just, just how you would express to Dredgeland uh, your thoughts and feelings today. Well, I mean, if you want me to uh, tell you about it really quickly, and then I'll better do it very quickly. I, 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 I don't like it.
Oh, yeah, my name's Johnson. Uh, my name is also Johnson, of course. Oh, of course, uh, Johnson Johnson here. We're the marketing guys behind the Dredgeland Radio Podcast, Radio, Radio Spectacular Podcast, Podcast, Spectacular Radio website, and of course, the radio station Wandsworth Radio. <laughs> Amazing. We market everything, we yeah, market yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, we yeah, possibly yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can I yeah, say, can I say, yeah. yeah? Can I say, yep? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> We really market uh, the hell out of... I'm sorry, do. sorry uh, to use that word, but we really guys. do. We really do market the heck, yeah. the heck <coughs> yeah. out of as much of the, the marketing uh, marketing things as we can. Yeah. We market things from A to B. We really do. From no, no, no. I mean, uh, it's really quite simple to market uh, an act of this magnitude. Yeah. <laughs> it sells itself. <laughs> oh, it sells itself. I mean, they're doing a sort of a job. <laughs> but of course they're not because we're Johnson & Johnson. And uh, we're taking the money. We're taking we do, the we money. We take 80% every time. And uh, Johnson couldn't be with us, of course. We wanted to have him in originally, but he's gone off with Johnson. Indeed he did. Uh, he set up a rival firm, Johnson, Johnson & Josephson. And, of course, uh, we know that we're only interested in Johnson, Johnson, Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> yeah. So, as far as we're concerned, uh, Johnson & Johnson & Johnson & Josephson can just clear the heck off. They can get out. We've clear got charts them. with we've details. We've got the charts. We've got the marketing. We've got the new. Hey, Johnson. We've got the noose. Johnson. The noose. Johnson. The noose. Yeah. Johnson. Hey. hey, Johnson. Hey there. Hey there. Show us your graph. Do you know what? This is one of the finest graphs I have ever been involved no. with. Look at that. It's over four feet uh, long. It's uh, four by four by three by two by one. Look at the marketing on that I graph. I've just got to uh, step out of the room for a second, Johnson, uh, because I've got a really great surprise. A great uh, surprise. Uh, it's a marketing surprise. It's a marketing first. What's this he got? Is a, this is the first. This is the first. This is the second. This is the third. He's going to market something now. I can just see him marketing it as he comes back in. Look at that. This is the Dredgeland Radio Spectacular Water. That's right. We've taken Dredgeland from the radio and put them on the shelves. Now look at that. You've got your marketing plan. It there. tastes great. You've got your Dredgeland water. That's going straight on the shelves. You've got, you know, so much water is going out of the door. I mean, it's literally like a, a flood going out of the building. We and we reckon Dredgeland water will take off instantly. Oh, it's, it's going to be stratospheric, uh, Johnson. And look at the graph there. I mean, if I had a graph, another graph. A graph on top of a graph. If of I had a graph on top of the graph, what I would do, I would put A to B. I'd say Dredgeland water. That's going to go into C. That's it, going to go to C. Literally. Into, into the sea. sea. We, yeah. we, we, have, uh, we have completely transformed uh, the way people think about radio and Rangeland. Indeed. Now, before us, they didn't think about it at all. <laughs> they thought about, oh, you know, shit. Silly. They thought about bananas. They thought about oysters. They thought about anything other you than Dredgeland. You can't Dredgeland. put a sticker on an oyster. I've told you. I've told them before. I've, to, I've, tried, to ca I've tried to catch one. Never what, managed it. I tell you Never what, we, we spent it. a lot of time in the oyster catching game. Oh, uh, do you remember before that? Before we turned to marketing. And oh. my goodness, we were bankrupt in minutes. We were. I mean, there was no 4x3x2x1 graph there. The thing is about the 4x4x4x1 is it's quite simple to see and available online. If we took Dredgeland and gave it a percentage. What would that percentage be? Ninety <laughs> percent. You're Johnson. absolutely blooming right. The stats don't lie. The stats tell the truth. Absolutely. They're now, going right at the top. Oh. Thanks to our marketing skills, they're going right at the top. We've put them on a plinth. We've put them on a pedestal. We've put them on the radio. What are you going to do? You're going to listen. You're going to buy the products. You're going to drink the beverages and enjoy the yogurts. That's we've, right. We've put the plinth on a pedestal. We've put a pedestal on another plinth. we put the ladder on top of the plinth, on top of the pedestal. That's where they are now. Right at the top. That's right. right. The top. That's right. It's a ladder on top of a pedestal, on top of the plinth, on top of the pedestal, on top of the plinth, on top of the plinth, on top of the pedestal, on top of the ladder. And thanks. This is stratospheric. Thanks to Johnson and Johnson and Johnson 
Johnson & Johnson, of course, we are the number one marketing firm called Johnson & Johnson & Johnson & Johnson. Indeed. Now, of course, uh, just to wrap up <laughs> this little uh, exclusive <laughs> uh, preview of Johnson & Johnson, of course, Johnson & Johnson Johnson & Johnson couldn't be with us tonight. It's just Johnson & Johnson. We wanted to uh, tell you a quick marketing secret you can apply to your everyday lives. Yeah. What I would do is market yourselves. Absolutely. Uh, pop yourself in the shop window. Pop yourself in your, in your door window. Pop yourself on the back of the door in the toilet. Everywhere you look, you're going to see yourself because if you can see yourself successfully, you're going to see yourself be successful. Be successful today. That's our marketing skills plan for you, the listener, the people, those people listening. You are the listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, familiarity breeds. Content.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my name, of course, is Tim New. And my name is Derek Hyun. And you're listening to Love Plus One there. By... Haircut 100. At the Dredgeland Radio Spectacular Behind the Scenes. Behind the Scenes Documentary. Now, uh, it's come to the end of the show, unfortunately, so... Uh, yeah. We'll... Uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride. It really has, and, and I hope you've been learning as well as laughing. <laughs> You've been learning, listening, and laughing all at the same time. All the, all the else. Now, uh, I thought we'd uh, we should end uh, in true. I think we should end. Indeed, that's and my in opinion. true Dredgeland style. Let's uh, throw over to some classic clips Here's of one. Dredgeland parts. Here's one uh, from 1904. <laughs> it's one of our favourite moments of Dredgeland. 1904. <laughs> uh, 1904, though. And uh, here's one uh, from. 1905. Well, thanks very much uh, for listening. Uh, yes, uh, to ladies our and gentlemen, show. Uh, we've been Dredgeland, of course. Yes, John Dredgeland, of course. Andy Harland. <laughs> Andy Harland, and um, we just, you know, we hope you have a good Christmas this year. We do, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a it's been a tough year. It's um, been a year. It's oh, it's been a, it's, oh. <laughs> oh, my legs have gone. Too much Christmas pudding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Of course, uh, it's. Hello? Well, it's the Christmas Hello? phone line. It's the Christmas hotline once again. Uh, not we're not going to cause uh, this Christmas, uh, but thank you for uh, the uh, effort involved. Hello? <laughs> now, um, it's Christmas 1904, of course, or is yes. it 1905? Indeed, I just don't it's know. It's 1905 uh, is it? in, in many ways, but of course, soon 1906. Um, so make sure you've got enough jam in the house. Yes, uh, we must admit, uh, the condiment is jam. That's this year's condiment of choice. Uh, of course, uh, a recent uh, invention and or revelation to most households in the Wandsworth Borough. And of course, Bovril will not be invented for another 100 years, so that's a bit of a shame, Indeed, isn't it? Indeed, and if you're interested in Marmite, it doesn't exist yet. Now, uh, listings for Wandsworth Radio this evening, yeah. 1905. Of course, as we wrap up the show, we've got Tommy singing on the corner tonight. Uh, that's at 7pm, where Tommy is out there in Battersea singing on the corner. We've got uh, Bernard Cribbins again. He's uh, he's just sitting around. That's sitting at, around with uh, Bernard Cribbins, yeah. That's at 7 o'clock as well, which is a bit weird, isn't which it? Which is a bit weird and a clash uh, yeah. in many ways. Of course, uh, we've got It's Not Wartime, uh, because, of course, it's not wartime. That's at 8pm tonight, and it's a festive look at the times that we've not been at war. And then at uh, 14 minutes past 14, it's time, of course, for 1904. <laughs> Where has it gone? A look back at the year 1904 with all the funny 1904 things that have happened in 1904. It's a refreshing look back there at 1904. And that's on at 1904, of course. Indeed, of course, and all. Uh, tonight, wrapping up the evening and moving into the 27th, of course, is Steve Lomas and his long look at Lome tonight at midnight. The last 10 seconds of the show, so the final message from John Dredge. Well, we hope you have a peaceful new year and no wartime whatsoever thank you no and bye. wartime no Good wartime. night no wartime bye <laughs>